Hey guys, welcome to Music Monday. Today's theme is songs that you instantly love. So number one, we have uh, a choice from me, which is LP Muddy Waters. This is from the 2016 album Lost On You. So what do you think of this song, Stephen? I really like this one as well. I said it's the most of them, but I do really like this one. <laughs> um, it's a great song. It's uh, a re- She's not a very well-known artist no. at all, is she LP? And I know that's her initials, but I've forgotten her real name. Can you Laura Pergolisi. There we go. That's why I've forgotten it. <laughs> and I'll go into uh, where she's from in a minute. Um, but okay. yeah, what do you think of the actual sound of the song? Yeah, I really like it. So I actually found this song when um, I was on YouTube looking for uh, like a live session, like a studio live session, because I yeah. really enjoy just watching performances. Um, so I just put in live session and this is one of the ones that came up. Yeah. Um, so I watched it and I really liked it straight yeah. away. I thought it was brilliant. No, really liked her voice. Yeah. Great. And her voice is brilliant. Yeah. Um, the song Muddy Waters is just a really haunting sort mm-hmm. of slow track with LPs, just delicate vocals that just yeah. go perfectly well with the style of the song. Um, it's got quite a, like a deep pulsing beat, which I thought, and I can remember when I first heard it and mm. it, it, would, it was definitely one of those songs that just hit me and I was like, what's that? Yeah. And it was you playing it in yeah. the kitchen. You must have heard it already. And that's, yeah, it's when searching for that yeah. live session. Um, and the, the title Muddy Waters appealed to me, obviously with blues legend Muddy Waters. Mm-hmm. Um, so I clicked on it and, and yeah, I liked it. And then you walked in, I think. Oh, so it was, was the first it. time you were listening so. to it that I listened to it as well. Yeah, yeah. Okay, right, cool. I thought you'd, it was like, oh yeah, everybody knows these no. guys. I felt like, oh right, okay. But that's, that makes that, me feel a little bit cool. better. No. <laughs> but yeah, I listened to this song and I straight away mm. got it on my phone, put it on my favorites playlist mm-hmm. and just listened to it. I think every single shower time for the next few weeks, yeah, yeah. I was listening to this song. And um, it was very, I mean, just her voice, the, the mm. tone of it, the way she sings, it's just something completely different. Yeah, it is, isn't and it? This, and the style of it. So yeah. uh, Laura Pergolisi, she was uh, born in March 18th, 1981, mm. known professionally as LP, which we've said already. Mm-hmm. And she's an American singer-songwriter, best known for her single, Lost on You, which I must admit, I haven't listened to yet. Okay. So that yeah. must be one that will be worth a listen to. We did have a look for some of her stuff after we found that one mm. song. We did listen to some of her other stuff, but um, this one was I definitely I think Muddy Waters was the one that did it for yeah. us, yeah. Uh, she's released five albums and three EPs. Um, wow. She does have Italian uh, background as Hence well. Hence the name. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so if you haven't heard this song, mm. please listen to it. It is a really, really interesting piece of music, and mm. I just loved it straight away. And so did you. Yeah, I did. So, yeah. Good. Okay, so number two is another choice from me, and this one is Paparazzi by Lady okay. Gaga. <laughs> yeah. So I know she's the freak of the week. I'm well aware <laughs> of that, but I yeah. love Lady Gaga, and yeah. I d- always did. Like, it really reminds me of my late teens. Yeah. I was really obsessed with lady gaga i went to see her live yeah. in the liverpool echo arena um which has changed names now hasn't it yeah it's now the MS bank arena i think mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so it's but not quite as catchy no definitely no. not um and this was after she released the album the fame which i would listen to in the car yeah continually on the way to meet friends or getting ready to go for a night out mm. and lady gaga she even influenced my style at the time yeah. definitely and i think she actually might have influenced um the high street style because everything was metallics yeah. it was all sort of leather cuffs with like stud detail you know sort of big hair um 
like shoulder pads, like yeah. a kind of 80s theme. She, she does a lot of shoulder pads, but definitely that metallic style and sort mm-hmm. of leather clad. And it's a strong look when she was, came out, yeah. wasn't she? With, um, what was the first song she came out with? Uh, Just Dance. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. And it was a strong opening, wasn't yeah. it? You know, straight in. Yeah, yeah, she. I think straight away she came in with a bang. Mm. Um, but yeah, she definitely influenced the style of a lot of people, mm-hmm. myself included, because I just loved her. And I can remember the first time I heard this song, Paparazzi. Right. I was a bridesmaid at a friend's wedding, and right. there was eight of us in total, and we were listening to music as we were doing our hair and makeup, ready mm-hmm. to go the to wedding. the wedding. Yeah. yeah. And I heard this song, and. I knew it was Lady Gaga because you could tell yeah. from her voice. And I remember saying, hey, what, what was that song? Yeah. My friend said, oh, it's Paparazzi. And cool. I just listened to it that, then and there. Like I kept skipping back on her phone. I yeah. listened to it about eight times Did in you? a row. And I was like, I <laughs> love that. It's and again, such a good song, isn't I think it? people yeah. know, that know me, uh, knew me in my late teens, yeah. would, would like say, you love Paparazzi, yeah. love Lady Gaga. Yeah. I just, I don't even know why. I yeah. just absolutely loved the song I loved think, singing yeah. it at karaoke <laughs> yeah this song particularly is one of her best i think oh do you like it, it as well it's, it's one of my favorite one of hers yeah yeah mm, it's good to know because you're yeah. not i mean she wouldn't normally be your i'm not her biggest yeah i wouldn't put her on put it that way i wouldn't put mm. the music on but this song i do think is really good this was much more stripped back from her wasn't it yeah not as in your face but still more melodic, I suppose. Yeah. Mm. I mean, the music video, again, just shows how she is the freak of the week. Yeah, <laughs> It's yeah. really, really strange. Very odd. But, you know, looking past the music video, the song yes. side of it, I absolutely love. Yeah. So, yeah, so that was choice number two. Okay, so my third choice, um, mm-hmm. completely different again. But another song that the first time I heard it, I instantly loved it. And that is This Never Happened Before mm. by Paul McCartney. fantastic you can't (laughs) not like paul mccartney can you you know i I love anything he does and the beatles do you you (laughs) especially don't you and and obviously the beatles are universally known exactly yeah the Um, biggest band in the world this song is from his 2005 album Mm -hmm. which is chaos and creation in the backyard and I would have put money on this song actually being older yeah. than it was. 2005 yeah. is not that long ago, No, is it? not at all. He's, I mean, he's still making music. He's just released mm. an album a couple of months ago, hasn't he? You know, yeah. he's still going strong and he's got to be late 70s now, hasn't he? I would think. I have to take your word for it, but yeah. I know he's old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it was actually included in the soundtrack, uh, sorry, the soundtrack of the movie The Lake House, mm-hmm. uh, which I only saw last year mm. for the very first time when it came on Netflix. And um, I was just sitting, My our little one was just, he'd just learned to sit up on his own. Yeah. So I was sat on the floor with him and playing with blocks, uh, just watching the lake house. And this song came on in sort of yeah. the love scene where the two of them actually meet person yeah. to person. And I just loved the song and it felt like Freddie was sort of rocking to it as well. Yeah. And it was just, we sang it, like I sang it to him and it kind of stuck and yeah. now every single bedtime I sing this song to him without fail yeah. every single night. So if he's struggling to go to sleep, yeah, um, I will walk him around and sing yeah. this song and he knows it. And every time he, he hears it, every time I play it, he looks up mm. at me and smiles. And I just, it's so special. This will always be a really special yeah. song to me now. And yeah, it was like an instant thing and it feels like a little something that's between the two of us. Yeah. So yeah, and it's a beautiful song. It is. And The Lake House is a really lovely nice film. film. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I really like in this towards the end the vocal layers. Mm-hmm. You've got these different layers doing the the same lyric, but then some oohs and things over it, and I just really like it. I think yeah. it works so well. Yeah, it's very good lyrically. And, I mean, I do. I I think that obviously he's talented, Paul mm. McCartney. But there's never been a song that's you know made me want to play it over and over yeah. again like yeah. this one has. I really, really love it. And it is just, it is, in a lot of ways, it's quite simple, quite mm. stripped back, starts yeah, off. But it just shows it doesn't need much. Like if you look at the chorus, this never happened before, is mm, one note. One note, yeah. yeah. And you think like we always try and uh, overcomplicate yeah. things if Change we ever every attempt note to of write every a song. Syllable. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. it needs to have depth and it needs to be yeah. really, really cleverly thought out. And this just shows that it, that's not the case. Yeah. As long as it has something like a hook uh, mm-hmm. and it's just you know pleasant to hear that can make an incredible song yeah it does so yeah so that was my uh, third choice good choice okay so uh, once again a, a completely different one uh, i do have a very varied music taste as i've said before <laughs> but i think this one's quite a special song and this one is my heart with you and it's mm, by the rescues yeah so I heard this song when I was watching the um, series Crystal Little Liars. Was it on that yeah, originally? Yeah, the first ah, time okay. I heard it. And it was like yeah. four in the morning and I couldn't sleep. And I'd gone downstairs and I, was, I heated up some leftover lasagna and just watched. <laughs> and I just yeah. heard this song in one yeah. of the scenes. I can't even really remember what the scene was, but I heard the song and I paused the show and listened to it yeah and listened to it again yeah and then i tried to work out the harmonies because they're i mean it is it is just vocals yeah. so, is it four part uh, it's harmony? a four-part yeah. harmony yeah um and that carries the whole song there's literally no instruments whatsoever just vocals and a little bit of reverb yeah uh the male voices act as the bass notes and the female harmonies interwoven into mm. each other just completing the song and making this just a beautiful piece of vocal harmony work and probably one of the most beautiful you'll ever hear mm. in my opinion um and if you really listen to the end like listen to the whole song the end in the way the harmonies work i think you'll agree with me that it is a real special mm. piece of you know vocal harmonies at their finest it's very um, clever isn't it yeah really, it's so clever the way it, it is just four voices so it's simple in that aspect but the harmonies are so nice yeah they're brilliant and obviously in contrast to the song before this never mm. happened before we were saying how simple it is and how you know one note can carry a whole yeah. tune whereas this and in in the right way has been crafted and well thought out yeah and, uh, it just it is just amazing there are quite a few versions on youtube of people mm. who have covered it and done the harmonies and it seems to work best with two male vocals and two female um bass tenor alto and soprano and just if they do it right mm. it's just chilling it's so impressive mm. and the rescues they are an, an american rock band from oh, la california mm. yeah and they were formed mm. in 2008 and their music can be classified as indie pop rock. Okay. And it's notable for its use of three and four part harmony I'd vocals. I'd like to hear some of their other, other mm. stuff then, see what they did. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, it's interesting how they met. They were uh, performing on the singer-songwriter circuit in LA. While all members had experienced relatively um, an, a decent amount of success um, prior to forming the group, they realized that as a four they could uh, be greater than the sum of their parts. Mm, that's and true. yeah, they've been described as an indie supergroup. 
cool. So that's pretty cool, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. And as I said before, you know, I saw them on Pretty Little Liars, but they have been placed in multiple high-profile TV mm. shows, um, such as One Tree Hill, okay. Private Practice, uh, Grey's Anatomy, and obviously Pretty Little Liars. And I think there are more than that, mm. but it's nice to see that they're being used because they are so incredible. Yeah, they are, aren't they? So, yeah. Okay, so um, I have one more choice for you guys today. Again, completely different, but another song that just wow, it hit me straight away. And that was Take Me to Church by Hosier. Mm. Um, and that is from 2013. Wow. Yeah. He's an, an Irish singer-songwriter. Do you know mm. much about Hosier? Only a little bit because um, being a gear nerd again, mm-hmm. he's a guitarist. He's actually quite a good guitarist, um, but it it's not doesn't really show through in his music that much, which is strange. Mm. Um but live, I think he does more guitar-based versions of his songs. Um, and he did a rig rundown uh, with Premier Guitar, and um, which I really enjoy watching all the rig rundowns. So he did this and he uses a couple of uh, unusual baritone guitars, yeah. which uh, are deeper than a standard guitar, um, kind of like in between a guitar and a bass kind of uh, pitch. So on this song is one song he uses on that. Din-in, din-in, is the baritone mm. guitar that you're hearing. Cool. That's really cool. So what do you think of the song then? Uh, yeah, the song's brilliant. I, again, this is one when it came out straight away. I liked it. thought it was great. Can you remember what, the first time you heard it? I don't remember the first time. No, I remember when it came out, like, but not the first time that I heard it. Um, I can remember the first time I heard it. Um, I wasn't expecting you to. You don't have a very good memory. No. <laughs> it could have been the same time. I don't know. So we were playing cards in here mm. and uh, just the three of us. And this would have been when Craig was living here with you. Okay. Right. And yeah. he played this song and I didn't know what it was, but he yeah. was singing along to it. And yeah, I was like, oh, that is such a cool song. Cool. And this was, um, yeah, the opening soundtrack of his 2014 debut album under the same, his name, which is Hosier. Mm. And he was a struggling musician at the time of its composition and he wrote and recorded the song in the attic of his parents' home cool. in County Wicklow. Yeah. That's interesting, yeah. isn't it? Okay. Yeah. So he did really well with this song. He's done very well then. Because he had a few successive hits after this one, didn't he? Mm. They were in the charts at yeah. least. Uh, personally, this one was still my favourite. but Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, just one of those songs that when I listen to it, it's like, that's beautiful. And mm. his voice as well. Yeah. Um, I've taught this song quite a few times to male students and it is challenging because mm-hmm. he's got a lot of depth, but also um, he can go quite high. So you have to have quite a, a, a strong, like a broad vocal, vocal range mm. to be able to attempt this song. But if you can do it, then amazing yeah <laughs> sounds well good done. yeah <laughs> so yeah so okay so the next um suggestion is an instagram viewer okay. um suggestion and this is train wreck and it's by james arthur yeah okay yeah okay so this is from his 2016 album back from the edge which is quite a fitting uh, yes. album title i would say and given his uh, yeah. story <laughs> and this yeah. song was re-released in 2020 and the song was re-released yeah it was four was it years really? later mm-hmm. after the first single from his upcoming uh, fourth studio album in 2021 yeah and it also went viral on the video sharing platform tiktok hmm. which is obviously really popular now yeah and that led it to, uh, to it entering in the top 20 uk charts so um yeah so what do you think of james arthur uh, yeah, I never got into James Arthur. He's not oh, one for really? me. Yeah, which is, he's got a good voice. He can play. Yeah. You know, so I like that about him, but I just, his music, it's not 
my favorite. Mm, I, I know mm. what you mean. It is that very sort of style of like the teenies, isn't yeah, it? You know, the it's teenies. the teenies, like, you know, <laughs> yeah. Ed Sheeran, you know, yeah, this kind of style. True. They're similar all, kind of time, wasn't it? They yeah. were all churning out a very similar yeah. sound. However, I would say, I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm not criticizing Ed Sheeran. He's, a, no. he's brilliant. And in the same way, James Arthur uh, is a musician, yeah, you know, definitely. a talented yeah. musician who writes his own songs, plays his instrument. Yeah. I actually watched him win The X Factor because yeah. I loved The X Factor before it went really rubbish. And <laughs> <laughs> he rose to fame mm. after winning the ninth series of The X Factor. So when was that? What year would that be? Uh, 2012. Okay. Right. Yeah, so it's quite right. a while ago now. Yeah. Um, and his debut single, which was the cover of Chantel's Impossible. I really yes. liked her version, yeah. so I, obviously I liked his. Yeah. Um, and that was through Psycho Music, which is Simon Cowell's yep. uh, company, isn't it? So, yeah, so it's quite interesting what he did. What he w- Obviously, we all know that after he won, there was a few issues and he had mm. a few things that he needed to overcome. Mm. And thankfully he did. But leading up to uh, auditioning for The X Factor is quite interesting as well. And um, I was doing some research and I found out that after a decade of trying to make a living as a musician by gigging around North East England, he was penniless and living in a rough part of town. Mm. His words. <laughs> he also said, I had no money and the electricity went out in my flat. And he was calling around his friends and family saying, please can I borrow some money so I can get the lights on? And they were all like, no, because we think that you might just buy drugs. So obviously right. he wasn't in a good space. Yeah. Um, and then he, he continued on to say, eventually I got through to my mum. And my mum was like, well, the X Factors taught, are taking mobile van uh, auditions around the country. Yeah. And they're in town right now. So if you go and sing them a song, I promise I'll give you some money. No and way. And you can get your lights back on. And then he won it. No way. I mean, I how know amazing that's how it started. is that? Yeah. yeah that's so cool. It was so that he could get some lights in his house because yeah, he was skinned. Yeah. So he went. No way. Can you believe that? And then he yeah. won the show. I know. Mental, that, isn't it? That Wasn't is. Wasn't he a plaster or something like that? I don't know what he did, just, but obviously, yeah. that if he was, that probably wasn't going great at the no, time. <laughs> maybe he wasn't then. Yeah. Maybe I'm confusing him. But, mm. yeah. but so, yeah, mm. that is, I think, a hell of a story yeah. for him to have um, achieved what he did afterwards. So the next um, suggestion uh, is LSF by Kasabian. This was an Instagram suggestion. Okay. Which is Lost Souls Forever. That's what it it stands for. This was released in 2003 and it is the second single released by the British rock group Kasabian. Yeah. What do you think of? Yeah, I like Kasabian. They were brilliant. I mean, this was... Was it 2003? So maybe just slightly pre-indie, just before indie started coming out. Yeah, yeah. These guys were kind of their first, weren't they? And um, I think they're really unusual style as well. They've got that overdriven bass and then they are guitar bands, but there's lots of different sounds in there as well, isn't mm. there, going on? Yeah. But yeah. It's it's good when a, a band does something slightly different mm. and then gets recognised. Yeah, true. Like, and becomes mainstream when you know the odds would have been against them to become mm. mainstream and then yeah. it, it it basically started a whole genre didn't it yeah yeah um which was great because it was some of the best music ever yeah. in my opinion um so this was the band's first uk top 10 hit peaking at number 10 and staying in the top 75 for five weeks that's pretty good yeah and it is uh, labeled as indie neo psychedelic and space rock <laughs> 
And for those of you who don't know what space rock is, because I didn't either, I decided to look it up. Go on. And space rock is a genre characterized by the loose and lengthy song structures centered on instrumental textures that typically produce a hypnotic, otherworldly sound. Right. It may feature distorted and reverberation-laden guitars, minimal drumming, languid vocals, synthesizers, and lyrical themes of outer space and science fiction. So... Yeah, a little bit of sci-fi nerd going on there. And I quite like that space rock. It should have its own genre. Yeah, very niche. Yeah, very niche. But but if you think about all the sci-fi fans out there and the Trekkies, you know, it's got to have its own music. Yeah. So, so. Yeah. Good choice. Thank you so much for that one. And the next um, Instagram suggestion was the song Sweet Home Alabama. (laughs) Classic. By... Then it's again. Yes, well done. Mm-hmm. Um, from 1974 album Second Helping. Mm-hmm. So, what do you think of this song? Yeah, Linda Skinner are a fantastic band. They're so talented. Mm-hmm. Their guitar work is brilliant. I think they've got at least three guitars in there. Um, and they're a big band as well. We've talked about them before, haven't we, on the podcast? Um, yeah. they're, a, they're a really big band and they're yeah. just uh, loads of members, but it just works really well again the this song in particular is probably their most famous song isn't it it's been used loads mm. of films um it's guitar hero song i think as well i think it was on guitar hero i think so yeah yeah and it's you know one song that uh, a lot of guitarists learn early on as well yeah you see this is the problem for me yeah. whoever the instagrammer <laughs> is that suggested this song i mean to me it wouldn't be a one that you'd hear straight away and be like i love that but obviously yeah. it did resonate for with them, somebody yeah. for me it just reminds me of being a teenager and uh sitting in the cabin of my cousin's band and rehearsing they were rehearsing this song over and over and over again and every gig that they did and every little festival they would always include this in this was before i was a working musician yeah and before i did any kind of pop rock singing i was at the time it was just music theater that i was into and that killed the song for yeah, me. That, that murdered kill it. it. And you've yeah. suggested we do this uh-huh. in our set loads of times. And I've just been like, I really you shut don't it down want every to. time. But actually, that's not normally my style. <laughs> I think if the crowd loves it, I'll sing it. But for some reason, this is just one of the ones that I was like, in my mind, it's been done to death. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you more turn it down than turn it up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And I don't know, I yeah. personally find it a little bit annoying. <laughs> the country accents. No, no, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying this. I don't know. <laughs> but then we watched itself. the film the other night, Sweet yeah, Home we did. Alabama. Yeah, yeah. I loved that film when I was younger. Yeah. So maybe I should give it another chance. And mm. I will. I'll try. So, okay. So this is the uh, part of the podcast okay. where we send it over to you. Send it over to me. So I've picked a couple of songs again. I've got my first one I've picked is Slow Gin mm-hmm. by um, Joe Bonamassa, yep. who is one of my favorite guitarists. Um, this was off the 2007 album of the same name. Um, however, it's not actually the album version that I particularly like. It's still great, obviously. It's pretty much the same song. But the live version, particularly the live at the Royal Hall, uh, Royal Albert Hall in London, um, that is such a good version. It's like double length intro guitar work. Mm. Um, it's brilliant. I really love the electric piano in it. The bass super mellow and the drums super mellow, and then the Joe Bonamassa's guitar playing, fantastic. <laughs> He's yeah. just on another level to everyone else, isn't he? That bluesy playing, super chilled song, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I don't normally. I'm I'm, I'm okay with the blues. I'm not mm-hmm. as a bigger fan as you yeah, are. Yeah. But this song, I have to admit, the first time you played it, I'm pretty sure we were just cooking in the kitchen. Yeah, like we we're doing like making like a spicy curry. Knowing yeah. us, that's probably what we were making. 
and you played it and it was just so chill yeah. and it was like a really sunny day and we were sitting and went to sit in the garden and mm-hmm. eat our food and it was just like this song is amazing it's so good isn't it really yeah. really chill it just like kind of reminds me of like holidays yeah california does it yeah yeah, yeah. definitely so i think it's because it's joe bonamassa it's as well, he's california based isn't he yeah. you know but so. no this i would definitely say this was an instantly it's, loved song for me too yeah i did straight away when i heard it um it's brilliant and that's the version i always listen to the live at the royal abbot hall mm. however do you know who sings it originally i knew it was a cover but i never knew who sang it originally do you know don't peek <laughs> <laughs> I've just seen, yeah. but I'm pretty sure you must have made a mistake. There. I haven't made a mistake. It can't be right. It's Tim Curry. It can't be right. As in a uh, Home Alone actor. Yeah. Tim Curry. the actor. And, and Rooster in Annie. Rooster in Annie. Mm. Um, it doesn't make sense. I never knew he was a musician as well. No. He was a singer. He's got albums out um, and this is one of the songs. It was his song originally. Isn't that mental? Are you sure? Yeah, you sure I, I then that? listened to the version because I didn't believe it at first. Like this makes sense. I said to you, Tim Curry. Um, You've I been said, saying Tim Curry a couple past of times <laughs> since I researched it. That's why, but I didn't know Chatham, who Tim like, Curry why are you so was. Interested in Tim Curry. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know who he was, and then I googled him and saw his face. Like, oh, that's that guy. Yeah. <laughs> so he did this song originally, um, and I knew it was a cover that Joe Bonamassa did. I just didn't know who did it. Mm. Uh, but it's he's done lots of stuff. He did um, Time Warp. Because it was from, is it Beetlejuice? No, the Rocky Horror. Rocky Horror, that's it. Uh, from Rocky Horror. Um, so he's, he's, he's done music as well. He's done albums, which I never knew. Well, that is a very interesting piece of knowledge to have go. at your fingertips. Something you wouldn't expect either. And I, yeah, and I yeah. still don't really believe. Yeah, I'll play I it. I have to check it. Is it it's, good? It's basically version? the electric piano part um, of the song with Tim Curry singing the same melody over the top, but there's no none of that amazing guitar work in it because it, it he's not a guitarist obviously okay well he wrote a good song he did yeah good but there you go yeah that's a good choice that anyway and what's anyway. your last one uh, my last one then is saturday mm-hmm. by sam fender uh who is a geordie bloke um fairly recent as well but we were just saying before about indie music and mm. and obviously it was all guitar based music but when that kind of died out there wasn't really much guitar based music in the english charts was there no for you know the past 10 to 15 years basically no it's not basically it's sort of lost yeah popularity hasn't it it? has so he came out in i think it was 2017 he released play god and an ep and it was guitar based music again you know different level to joe bonamassa obviously but it was still guitar based music in the charts mainstream music so it was nice to hear again uh, and then he released now album in 2018. Uh, and then he released some more music in 2020 when this song was released. Yeah, so he's doing pretty well. Yeah. He's, um, unfortunately for him, he was touring in 2019, I think it was. And something you'll appreciate uh, is not singing properly. Mm-hmm. You'll obviously know how to. Um, <laughs> but he uh, wasn't obviously, he obviously wasn't singing properly. And he did some damage to his vocal cords oh. and to the point where they're even bleeding his vocal vocal cords. Ooh, so he had to, quite a lot of damage then to, yeah. to, to be able to make them do must that. Just be, it must be some, maybe not singing properly, but doing it every single night. Yeah. Um, so is he quite a shouty singer? Does no. he scream a lot? No, not at all. He's not, not shouty, not screamy. But, you know, it's quite loud. It's quite, uh, the chorus is particularly quite going for it. Yeah. Um, but I don't know why he mustn't just been singing correctly. Maybe he wasn't um, preparing his voice, looking after it, yeah, perhaps, maybe. like, not warming up and things yeah. like that. So it shows the yeah, importance of it does. 
of warming up your voice, taking care of it, cooling <laughs> it down. Yeah. And yeah, when you do sing night after night, you know, it's gonna, It's like the same as if you were to exercise, yeah, you know, day day. too much yeah. day after day. You are supposed to have rest days and it's mm. the same with your voice, you know. It, completely off topic. Well, changing the subject slightly. <laughs> yeah. I was reading um, an article about Catherine Jenkins and the days when she, okay. obviously, because she has to do so much with her voice and yeah. her vocal range and hit uh, really range. high notes yeah. and some days when she's doing a performance she won't speak during the day really as yeah. in we'll be at home with her young children and won't speak wow really to her husband to her children literally because yeah. because she believes that you know whispering mm -hmm. or you know even speaking quietly any use of your vocals is going yeah. to potentially not give yeah, her yeah. voice uh completely to her Wow. Uh, guests who come and see her yeah. performances so she cool. saves it for them when people do take their art really seriously and you know especially when you are a professional singer mm -hmm. people are paying yeah. a lot of money to come and see you she wants to give her best so yeah. maybe this guy was just i mean you know yeah. a lot of um these kind of artists wouldn't think so much i'm gonna do vocal warm-ups that's it yeah know, especially like, when oh. you're a young lad you can, you play guitar and sing because you enjoy it through yeah. bands you do it you turn it up all the time Mm -hmm. when you're in bands yeah. and stuff in small practice rooms. So you've got to shout over what you're doing. Yeah. But by this time he was doing pretty well. He would have had proper equipment in his, you know, that kind of stuff. Mm. Um, so he had to cancel some of his tour, then got back to his tour and then COVID hit. Mm. He had to stop again. So poor bloke. But he's doing pretty well still despite that. And you used him as one of yours. I did. Instantly loved. So he's doing really well now. <laughs> he's made it. <laughs> So thank you for those, Stephen. Thanks for your okay. input. And thanks so much for everyone mm. who um, gave a little input song on Instagram. Yeah. Um, it was really interesting to see what different ones. And if I haven't uh, used them today, thank you anyway for your suggestions. Mm. Uh, next week's podcast is going to be songs that grew on you. So perhaps a song that you heard and you didn't really gel with, or maybe a song that you hated, yeah. and then actually after some time grew to love it. Um, that's going to be our theme next week. So cool. songs that grew on you. So be sure to tune in to next mm -hmm. week, and we look forward to hearing your suggestions. Head over to our Instagram, and uh, you can make your suggestion as well. Thanks so much, guys. Look after yourselves. See you soon.